Hey, welcome to my podcast. Hi. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carlos Rodella. And we both just watched The Suicide Squad. There will be many, many, many spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it and then come back and listen to what we say. And uh, to be clear, we watched The Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, because that's not confusing at all. It's not. What do you mean? The the is a big difference. The the makes all the difference in the world. I feel like, and this is kind of a minor spoiler, that it didn't do as good in the box office because of the name. Because the the takes away from like the excitement about it? No, I think people just said I like already seen this movie. The Batman or The Citizen Kane? No, 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 you're missing the point. I think people just said, Oh, I already saw that movie and it sucked. Oh. Yeah, I don't think anyone said that, honestly. Well, I'm, you wouldn't know because they didn't go to the movie. I, that's true. Or they didn't watch it on TV either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard people saying that that was a potential of why more people didn't see it. Because okay. I just don't understand why you don't call it like, like literally a spoiler. There's a Gaiju. Is that Kaiju or Gaiju? Kaiju. Kaiju. I already said like a spoilers, by the way. So there's spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So but like you could have called it that, like Suicide Squad versus the Kaiju. And they actually say that in the movie. So it's like, that's I don't a know. cool moment in the movie. It really was. I'm really torn about this movie. I'm not sure I if I too. liked it or not. It was, it was very strange. Yeah. I think I'm the same. It was very strange. Like for a DC movie, not to be like mean, but we're so used to doing Marvel movies. Um, you know, it felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously. You got the James Gunn in there. And it felt like a little bit of some emotional moments and a little bit of comedy. Well, actually, a lot of bit of comedy and action. So it felt like it had all the things. But at the same time, the metric shit ton of violence, too, which, like, yeah, we'll get to that. So the movie starts out with, James Gunn's favorite guy, Michael Rooker, we see him in a prison cell playing with his ball. And he ends up, as we watch him, he uh, bangs his ball and kills a bird. That's yep. the first of many deaths we see on the screen. Yeah, the movie starts with like blood. Yeah. One of the things I noticed is that on the wall are those little, a lot of little X's, right? X's written on the wall, which is part of the promotion of the first Suicide Squad movie. Oh, I didn't notice that. So it's like saying, you know, I'm not only killing this bird, but I'm killing what you expected this movie to be. Wow, that's heavy. And the fact that, you know, Gunn and Rooker have been in, I think Rooker's been in literally every James Gunn movie. Yeah. Uh, it's like really symbolic. Like he's saying, this is my movie. This isn't that stupid Suicide Squad by committee. God damn it. This is the Suicide Squad. Right. And it's a totally I different thing. I might get the the now by you saying it that way. <laughs> but I still think there was confusion. But yeah, so that is definitely how it starts. And I got to say, I didn't do, I didn't read any spoilers. I didn't understand what was going to be in this movie. And so I was, I was pleasantly shocked when they did the nice switcheroo for this beginning of the movie, which is they basically get you invested in a bunch of characters. And I saw Pete Davidson and I was like, I don't remember him being in, this movie or maybe he is i forgot if he was in the commercials or something but all these people you know get put together as a, as a team to go do some mission and uh undis undisclosed you know mission really and then um yeah i mean again we don't have to pussyfoot around it like they all die like the first suicide squad just dies 
they're the diversion that allows yeah. the real suicide squad to land and like there's a total like i was first time i saw this i'm like shocked right i'm like i i'm blown away by this oh the weasel drowning my favorite part yeah oh, oh the weasel yeah did they Although he did. To see if the weasel could swim yeah he, it's funny in the beginning because you think he dies but Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. He is a fine at the end of the movie. He comes back and he's fine. So they great. make such a big show of building up these characters, talking about how they get recruited, yep. you know, what, what's going to happen to them. You know, the only person who they don't have at the very beginning is whatever his name is Blood, Blood Sport. Oh, Blood yeah. Shot, Blood, Sport. Blood Sport. Yeah. Kill Shot, whatever. Blood Sport. Um, but everyone else, like, they set them up to be our protagonists and then kablam, they're all gone including Captain Boomerang, who was from the first movie, who's been in a ton of the comics, like one of the main characters in the comics, and they freaking kill him too. And so like, I have a question. Nobody I... dies in a noble way either. They all just oh, no. get wiped out, you know? Yeah. So there's, yeah, I have two thoughts of this. One, I love any movie that like subverts my expectation of what's going to happen, right? Like they just changed the whole game in the beginning. And I was like, ooh, now I don't know what's going to happen. But two... And this is a reoccurring theme in this movie. I don't care for, and you know this, gore or like over the top, you know, killing and decapitations, all that stuff. And that's all that happens at the beginning. Right. They, they all just die in the worst ways, including the one guy who can like detach his arms, which by the way is comedy. Oh my God. Detachable or whatever. Yeah. And then he like- Another James Gunn favorite. In the beginning, funny because he's slapping people with his arms, but then not funny because they're like, destroying and like mutilating his arms and then he's like armless so yeah I, I felt both ways about that i was like this is funny but also gross yeah yeah and that's how i felt through the whole movie like uh, is oh i'm spoiling my opinion i think it was just a little too much little too much no you're everything not you're, about you're, this movie everything about this movie is kind of a little too much yeah but you're saying you're not spoiling it because you're saying how we felt from the very beginning, which is how I felt. I felt yeah. like, wow, this is a lot. And why are they doing this? I just kept asking why, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we go to the other second team. And, you know, again, really interesting casting. And I like the characters they picked. And the shark, the shark is really funny. He only talks very little. And the girl who controls rats and everybody. That's just, that's just King Shark, by the way. It's sliced sliced alone. Oh, Sly, that's how he comes into the movie. I, never, I remember seeing that at the beginning. I was like, what is he? Yeah. But then we have uh, John Cena, who is like a despicable character. And what's really interesting is I think that, you know, person himself, like John Cena, is like really against like bullshit, like, um, I don't know, conspiracy, like bad stuff in the government. Like he's been on like a lot of missions, I think, in just a real public eye of like, you know, don't let corruption happen or whatever. And he, he's playing the most corrupt person in this movie. Right. I thought that was well, kind of weird. He seems to believe all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just for a movie, I know, but whatever. I think so, he almost steals every scene he's in. He's so serious. He's so intense about everything. The scene where he's in the, he, they, they wake up in the middle of the night, he's in this tidy whitey. He's like, that was just funny. That's just funny shit. Yeah, again, the beginning with the new Suicide Squad, the real one, uh, was interesting until they get to the camp. Yeah. And I, I had a real problem with that. Like, this is almost like movie breaking, okay? Because, and again, you have to build a trust with your audience. And and I, you can have these protagonists be bad, bad guys, right? We've seen a lot of movies like that and Marvel movies. 
But when they all do such terrific things right from the beginning, and this is like one of the worst things you could do is you just kill a bunch of innocent people and then they kind of like laugh it off. Like it's yeah. fine. And that woman still works with them because they, she has to, but she could also have been like, no, like we'll do it our own way. You killed everybody we had. And that's supposed to be comedy, by the way, it doesn't work in my opinion. Yeah. I get that they're villains. Although peacemaker doesn't think he's a villain either. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be comedy. But I, when they when they revealed the joke, like the whole thing felt so flat for me. That's what I'm saying. What? Okay, I do comedy every day, and I write sketches every day. If I don't have that ending, which sometimes I don't, but or or if you whatever the payoff is, it better be worth like the setup. The setup better be worth the payoff. Is what I'm saying. And that setup was a lot. It, t- it took a while too. Remember, like mm-hmm. they were like bragging how cool they were killing everybody. That's like sadistic. Like right. it doesn't it doesn't fit. Then you go like. Bah, 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 and he like spits out the person's like belongings, you know, because he ate him. That's there's no like the joke doesn't land. There's no, yeah, oh. it was it was terrible to me. It's tragic, not funny. It was really yeah. And it, again, some of these things in this movie made me feel like Game of Thrones when I got frustrated with that series when I saw just gore or like you know frustrating death for no reason, you know. Mm-hmm. So I felt that then. And then, yeah, we move on to the uh, the next act. I think that's Harley with the president of, of Corto Maltese. Right. I think my favorite part of the movie, just because I like her. I like, I understand what she stands for. She hate, hated the Joker and that whole thing. And so she kills the guy that tried to get close to her. All that made sense to me. Yeah, that's a death that actually totally made sense because he's like, He's speechifying. He's bragging about how he's killing kids and all this shit. She's yeah. like, I promised myself I would never get together again with one rule. A guy who wants to kill children, whatever she says. And yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's good. That's character stuff. I get this. And this, the death makes perfect sense in context. Yeah. Yeah, everything she does, she almost is like the heart of the movie, in my opinion. She is. Yeah, because she does heroic things. She's always fine, which it's almost like a Joker trait. You know, like Joker's like always fine, no matter what. Like he can, everything can be going on around him, especially in the comics, but he's like still alive and fine somehow. I just feel like she's always got like this, like, you know, special out card somehow. And she's like out, like they go to try to rescue her and she's already out, you know. Another great scene. Why why do those flowers happen? Why do the flowers happen when she was killing people? So first time I saw him, like, what the hell's going on? So yeah, as she's as she's escaping, that the flowers are and birds are chasing her. Then I realized we we're seeing inside her mind. So, but has that this been in the how, comics? Is that a thing with her? No, I think this is just James Gunn playing. Uh, okay, it's just James Gunn then. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's like it was super fun, but give me a little context to see this in. Right, like maybe she had some acid or something, or like you know, I don't know anything that like goes together or like again like i thought it was maybe a comic book thing like oh i didn't know that harley quinn always sees you know things a different way you know that's a way to take it i'm not a big harley quinn scholar in comics but no i didn't think there was the whole i don't think that was part of her whole thing there's a little james gunn up his own ass is what i'm saying a lot of this movie and when she kills that guard when she's tied up and they're going to torture her you know i thought that was also a great scene where she kind of kills him by wrapping yeah. her legs around him 
yep. and she grabs his keys with her toes and stuff and frees herself like that's also like a justifiable death in the in the moment and the way she handles everything is just really fun i yep. think margot robbie is the heart of the movie you're right yeah like, she yeah. you just pull for her yep and then everybody else just feels like despicable except the shark but even though him he eats a ton of people i mean i don't know I guess he has to, I guess. But then there's, again, weirdly enough, well, I'm, I'm skipping some stuff, but we will get to a, a third act that feels like a Marvel movie. Uh, very much so, like we have talked about all every episode. But before that, they get to the lab. Is that now are we at the lab? Sure, keep going. I don't know. I forgot if we were missing something because at the they're basically going to Jotunheim to mm-hmm. stop this whole starfish, Project Starfish. I think let's just jump to that. And that is the part where, you know, we kind of uh, relearn about this starfish, literally a starfish that was in space and they took him for its powers. And then we see more gore. And by the way, that scene is fucked up because it's just showing torture happening and they're not doing anything about it. There's like four people in the scene where they're looking at all these humans who've been used for starfish powers, basically, and experiments which we let it later learned that the U S sanctioned, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But as they're talking about their plan, like there's three or four people right behind them that are being tortured and they don't do anything like, I don't know, kill them or just get put them out of their misery or something. But like one guy's missing a face. Cause they're villains and they don't care about people. But you see what but I'm yeah. saying? Why do you show this? Like, what is that? What advantage does any of this add? I think I know where you're going to land with this movie. Well, I'm as we talk about it more, and I re- rec- recollect, recollect, uh, I'm getting more sour on it. But yeah, that kind of near to the third, fourth act, whatever you want to call it, you have like a mad craziness in this huge castle or whatever, because the starfish escapes, all hell breaks loose, things are blowing up, they're like blowing up the building, and there's like military outside, but it's just like a huge Marvel moment, right? At that point, yeah, I mean, it's like. Hit- they, the villains are confronting each other too. There's the great scene. I thought it was a great scene where uh, the Idris Elba character, Bloodsport, shoots John Cena's character. Oh, he, yeah. He shoots the bullet that goes through his other, through Cena's bullet. They foreshadow the, that in the beginning. Foreshadowing remember? from the beginning. No. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty freaking fun scene. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's fun scenes, like you said, in here, you know? I mean, there's the bit when they're escaping the tower and they've got their buddy with them. Milton. Oh, Milton, yeah. And poor Milton gets shot down. And Harley's like, Milton, I wouldn't, re- not sure I remember a guy named Milton. Again, that's Harley, by the way. See? Yeah. Oh, then the, and then she's like, oh, poor Milton. <laughs> I know. And the shark makes friends with those weird sea creatures. They're following around and playing with them. It's like, oh, good for you, Sharky. You've got friends. We forgot Polka Dot Man. And his untimely demise. They he really just wants to kill everybody in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Polka dot man. Poor polka dot man. He's like, he's got these polka dots that are in, inhabiting his body and causing him to have this weird problem where unless he shoots his polka dots, he's gonna die. Yeah. And everybody he sees is his mother. This is a terrible life this character leads. Poor oh, terrible life. And at some point, the kaiju is his mother, which, by the way, special effects, very, very good on that. He's got major mother issues, yeah. Even the scene where they're at the bar with uh, Thinker, played by the former Doctor Who, um, he still sees his mother and all the women at the bar. Yeah, that's horrific. And also, 
again, which is why I get really frustrated with these kind of things in movies is that right when he thinks he did well, because he takes out the kaiju a little bit, remember, cuts out his leg with the polka dots, he -hmm. dies. Like just when he gets happy, he dies. Tell me, James Gunn, what's the purpose of that? Like the purpose is that everyone dies in these shows. In these shows, what are we talking about? Dude, have you remember well, the no, movies? Okay, not we... these shows, but the point is that it's the Suicide Squad. It's it's free reign to let people to kill people. Okay, so you're saying it's like he's trying to get real close to the comics where everyone just, just dies because in the comics, I don't remember that everybody. Like I feel reoccurring characters happened a lot in the Suicide Squad. Am I wrong? No, they they didn't kill all the characters. Yeah, almost everyone dies in this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It feels different because I read those comics and I remember like liking a character and they didn't die like in the first issue, you know? That's true, yeah. So anyways, it just felt weird. And then it just, you know, oh, and then they take out the kaiju in the most gross way, jump into its eye. Yes, yeah, so we haven't talked about Ratcatcher 2. I like her. She was a great actress. Whoever she is, she's awesome. Daniela Melchior. Yeah, she felt like the she was the only grounded thing. Because they're trying to make Bloodsport, right? The grounded guy, because he's got a daughter. I didn't buy any of that. I didn't buy any of his emotions. No offense to Idris Elba, but I don't think I've ever felt anything from him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I like him, and he was great in The Wire. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked him enough in a, a bunch of stuff. And he's good in this as an action guy, but like, I didn't care about his daughter's story. I cared about that girl, the rat catcher, you know? Remember, oh, remember her father in the in the flashbacks? Yeah, to make a point of, yeah, Taika Waititi. Waititi, yeah. And uh, that felt real, you know? Like, that felt, those moments felt real. And then when she's, like, happy at the end and crying. Anyways, I love her to death, so I'm glad She, she was a really up. interesting person in this movie. I was yeah. really intrigued by her. She's like a second heart. It was like uh, Harley Quinn and her, like, and everybody else was just, like, dicks. Oh, that's, they were guys. That makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's another thing about this movie. It is kind of like a lot of swinging dicks in this movie. It really is. Wait, how can and, we do it? Suicide we Squad. About, and we were talking about how Harley was the heart and maybe Ratcatcher is the soul of this movie. And the guys are just these swinging dicks. Suicide Swinging Dick Club. Squad. I'm sorry. Suicide Swinging Dick Squad. That's what it should be called. So the Starfish is actually like a deep comic cut. The Star, Star of the Conqueror was responsible for the original Justice League of America coming together. Mm. He's a villain in the very first Justice League story. So he's a real thing, for what it's worth. Uh, guess what? No, he, it's dead. It doesn't matter, it's dead. Because everything dies in this. Everything and by the way, dies. it even has a sad story because at the end, it just says, I just wanted to be in space and be left alone. Right. How fucking terrible. This movie's terrible. I think as I'm talking about it, it's just about suffering. Like... If that was supposed to be cool because they're the Suicide Squad, I think Mission failed. Like, wow. it, doesn't, it doesn't seem cool to just, I don't know, the funny parts aren't funny enough. And the and it just is like, especially when that starfish said that, I was like, gosh, damn it. Even the enemy, even the kaiju, like, feels, you got to feel bad for it. You can't let me just hate anything. You have to always make it complicated for me. Me, I do. No, James Gunn. Oh, James Gunn. What's the end of this movie? I forgot. Besides the Weezer coming back to life, which is my favorite part of the movie, because he just like just coughs and comes back. And then um, Cena comes back. The the bunch oh, of people. Oh, great. Find him. 
the, the biggest dick of the movie and then they're going to use him for a sequel yeah a tv series no i will not watch that i'll watch it i like john cena he's fine john cena the person this thing is i like the character wow i don't okay i think, I think you rated this lower than me i'm rating this lower than you yeah i have to now after all that i still really enjoyed it i thought margot robbie was fun she really is just a, a star to me. She's a the, star, but you're talking about one character in a whole movie. I love the the, the double cross at the beginning. I'm a sucker for that. I love and I love that one movie, and then it becomes wow. something else. Don't get me wrong; that's my favorite part of the movie. Uh, the weasel at the end, and the fact that they got they, they tricked us because they totally tricked me, and I love that. I was like, "Whoa, they tricked me!" But then I got gory, and I was like, "Oh, what's happening?" It's really gory. What's your yeah? Rating? Oh yeah, there's another person with like their head gets cut off and you see the brain and stuff. I'm like, what, for what reason? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I think I have to go, geez, Louise. Guardians of the Galaxy, a James Gunn joint. I liked quite a bit in the eights. They were in the eights or nines, right? Is what we scored them. Yeah, Guardians 2. I, I like rewatching it was the best of all the Marvel movies we've seen so far. I want to say six for some of the good stuff because the switcheroo was really cool. I did enjoy like my time. But then I kept getting taken out of it with the gore or with like stupid, you know, not something happening for no reason. Come back to me. I think it's going to be six or it might be lower. What are you going to do? I'd be surprised if you gave it a six. I give it a six or 6.5. I enjoyed it while I was watching it. And then I started thinking about it and a lot of it falls apart. But in the end, I think it was exactly the movie Gunn wanted to make. But I also feel like Compared to Guardians or Guardians 2, especially. Oh, yeah. There's just no heart in this movie, really. Which is why it's got to be like, I could, I guess I could do five. What else did I give five to? I wish we had a list. Five is like the first Captain America. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Gave Ant Man a five. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, I almost want to give it a 4.5. 4.5 it is. Okay, 4.5. And that's that sounds sucks. like what you want to give it. Because all those four points are for the double cross and the weasel and Harley Quinn, which I love. But she can't, you can't watch a whole club of, you know, Suicide Squad and the movie, like is so many other things besides her, you know, and then score it high just because of her. You know, I feel like that's, I can give her points for, I give the movie points for her. I might feel different if I paid $30 for it. But since it came with my subscription too, I didn't have to go to a theater to see it. Yeah, we haven't get we haven't like put those into our scores ever yeah. though, have we? No. So, four point five. You're doing six point five. Yeah. Okay. I laughed when Nathan Fillion's arms fell off. <laughs> I like that's the box quote. I laughed. I laughed when Nathan's arms fell off. <laughs> uh, I am. I am frustrated with, with is, those kind of things. Your name is named out of letters. All names come from letters. Yeah, and there's some good one-liners, but. Yeah. Where can people find you? Jeez Louise, everywhere. Um, just the internet. Just walk out your door and there's Carlos waiting for you. You just yell and be like, where is Carlos? So I'm on TikTok and I'm uh, a lot of things comedy. Thanks. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave good feedback. Oh, thank you. <laughs>